Yeah, I mean, if you look at our roster, it's no secret that, you know, for this level, we're a little undersized, but we have the athleticism and the, the skill to, to back it up. And so that's one of our strengths is that we're fast, you know, one through one through 18. We can all get out. You know, we work on that in practice. We push the ball hard. So you know, naturally coming out, that was a big point of emphasis was we're at altitude. Like we're going to run. We're going to push the ball. and We're going to play an exciting game. Y'all are obviously still very early in the season here, just uh, just finished playing the first game. To talk about that speed, I mean, how comfortable do you think this team is even at this early point in the season? How comfortable are you guys playing in transition, playing at that pace? I mean, I'd say we're pretty comfortable. Um, there's always some, you know, tweaks here and there that we need to work on and stuff like that. You know, just watch the film and see where, you know, our spacing. That's one big thing um, that coach is always emphasizing, um, you know, just getting out and running and just being, being in space because, um, you know, it opens, you know, driving lanes and, you know, for us uh, to get to the paint, kick out for threes or, you know, finish all the way to the right. Javon, have you gained confidence by transferring to this level and being, you know, inserted into the starting lineup this early on? Uh, yeah, I would say I gained a little bit of confidence. Um, I think I really found my confidence um, at junior college, though. Um, I mean, I've always had that sort of grit to me. Um, you know, growing up, I've always been kind of counted out. Um, you know, a lot of, not a lot of people, um, you know, in this world think that I could play at this level. So, you know, that's one of the biggest things that I'm coming with every single night, um, just proving that I, could, I belong here and I can play at this level. What do you think it was about your JUCO experience that gave you that confidence? Like, what, how were you a different person coming out of there compared to how you were coming in? Um, I would say I really matured. Um, just uh, coming into junior college, it's not what a lot of people think. Um, not a lot of people um, can play at the junior college level, just being honest. Um, it's a physical, um, you don't get a lot of calls, um, almost like jail ball. <laughs> but, um, you know, you, uh, we created a family there too. Um, but it's really physical, um, so that's where, that, that's where I had to grow up. You know, I hit the weight room and stuff like that, because, you know, personally I didn't really look like this when I was a freshman. Um, so just had to put on a lot of muscle, and, you know, with that came confidence. Jalen, for you, you guys had Ten guys get in before the in the first ten minutes of the game. Um, you're talking about the speed. Is that just the depth you guys have allow you to to play fast and furious every time, every second you're on the floor? Yeah, I mean I've been around college basketball a lot, and I played in a lot of games against high level teams. And you know, in practice any given day, anyone can be unstoppable virtually. And though that to have that asset of depth is is huge for us. And that you know, coach says you know put it all out there in the time you have because you know. We have the depth. We have 10, you know, 10, 11, 12 guys who can all contribute at the, at, you know, the highest level of ball. So there's no reason for us to hold back. Like, we can crash the glass. We can push the transition. And so it's a huge advantage we have. And I think everyone, you know, throughout the summer, throughout the preseason, you know, the coaches have pushed us hard. So we all have confidence in each other's abilities and know exactly what everyone can do and want to set each other up for success. 
Javon, just about that toughness tonight, uh, you led the team in rebounds and you guys were really in battle with DC Riverside. You only out-rebounded them by one. Can you just talk about how physical they were and mixing up with them? Uh, yeah, they're a physical team. Um, uh, probably the most physical team that we've seen so far with Wyoming and Nebraska. Um, you know, they're, they came in here with a little bit of grit too. Um, you know, we learned about their um, their past with Pac-12 teams and stuff like that. So we knew that, you know, they're going to come in here with a little bit of aggressiveness and, you know, grit to, you know, show that they belong and they can play at this level. So we knew that that was coming. Um, you know, sometimes throughout the game that we didn't really show, you know, that physical or match that physical intensity. And that's one of the biggest things that Coach talks about um, with being consistent, um, you know, just being um, consistent every single play, uh, attacking 100%, 100% of the time. Because, you know, it goes back to that depth because we can – you know, we have 10, 11, 12 guys that can come in here and do the same thing. So, you know, give it your all. And when you're tired, um, ask for the tired signal and you come out and, you know, somebody else will come in and um, do the job. Um, for really either of you guys, what do you think it says about this team and about the program for two newcomers like you guys to come in and just make an immediate impact? I think that's a statement to the character of the guys on the team. You know, when I was in the recruiting process, you know, Coach Boyle told me, you know, this is a program where you're not going to have to worry about the character of the guys. It's the most unselfish group of guys you can find, and since I've been here, that's been the truest statement ever. You know, this is, I feel like I've been here for years with these guys. You know, the way we interact in the locker room and the way we hang out off the court, and on the court, the chemistry we have, and so I, I just think it's, like this is a, this is a phenomenal team. You know, it's a, it's a team, so. How does it feel to both of you guys to have such a dominant and productive performance in your first game as buff? I mean, Frankly, I don't think it's anything special. You know, we, we, we say, do your job. Like, everyone has a job on the team, and do your job to the best, and if you do it, good things happen. And we practice every single day our jobs. And so when we go out there, we're not doing anything special. We're not trying to make any special plays. We're just doing everything that we practice for, you know, the 30 practices we've had, and the whole preseason, and the whole summer. And so when you really get out there, it's, it's really simple, you know, to just execute when we have all the preparation we put in. Jalen, you were one of several guys to uh, to guard Poland, uh, number five for them tonight. Um, what was generally the uh, the, uh, the game plan in defending him, and um, what are the biggest challenges that, as a player that he that he presents as far as trying to guard him? Um, you know, we knew coming into the game that you know he was a he could play at this level. Like he's a high level guard. You know, he's shifty, he's strong, he has good mid range game. He can drive. He's a phenomenal passer. And so our game plan was to just try and keep them contained as much as possible. You know, like, good players are going to make shots. Like, but our goal every possession is to get a contested shot. And so, you know, he had some shots that, you know, he made off the dribble that were hard contested twos. And, you know, you live with that. But, you know, just doing our best to make sure we stay solid on him and don't give him any freebies to get him going was mostly our game plan. Like, he's a really great player. Anything else for the player? For either of you guys, I think I asked Jalen a little bit about this the other day, but um, after tonight, you, you don't play at home for a while. You guys are going to be on the road for for two weeks. What does this team have to do to kind of be mentally ready for, uh, a, you know, be, one being gone that long and obviously the competition you're going to see during this trip? Um, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, being locked in, um, night in and night out. Um, you know, we got to just um, execute and, um, you know, we got to take care of our schoolwork and stuff like that too. Um, both on, court, on the court stuff and off the court stuff. Um, and, you know, it's going to be a challenge. Um, it's our first uh, long road trip. So, I mean, uh, we just all got, we just got to know that um, this is a business trip and we got to take care of business and um, just, yep.
Okay, thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, thanks. Guys. <laughs> I can't believe Troy's, Troy's not here to introduce me. Who's, who's introducing me? I got to start with that well here for the opening statement. Over to questions. Um, that was a good win. Good, you know, first games are never easy. You never quite know what to expect out of your team. Number one, I, you know, Riverside's a good, a really good opponent. I think anybody that saw that game tonight saw they've got some guards that are that are really, really good. Zion uh, uh, Pullen is he could play, he play a lot of places in this country. You know, as a senior point guard, and and uh, we did a really good job of guarding the three point line because they've got some shooters that. We didn't let go, get going tonight. I thought we guarded the, you know, we want to hold opponents to less than six threes a game, and they only made four. So I think that was a big part of the game. But our ball screen defense in the second half broke down a little bit, especially with our switches, which should be the easiest ball screen coverage that you're in. Um, and then they went zone, and we, you know, we got some good looks. We missed them, and then they scored four times in a row to kind of shrink it to, I don't know, 12 or whatever it was, and 13. I didn't want to get that thing under 10. I got it to 10 a couple times, but uh, overall, some good things we can build on and a lot of things we can learn from. We can learn a lot from their point guard, the way he uses ball screens and, and gets downhill and makes really, really good decisions uh, consistently. Coach, we knew this was probably going to be a deep team, but yeah. uh, the player bench tonight, I think they shot, I think it was 13 for 24. And, uh, obviously, contributions across the board. Yeah, got a lot of confidence in, in in all ten of those guys, and I've got confidence in some guys that are on the bench that aren't playing. Um, it's just hard to play more than ten guys and, and try to get a flow going. And, and sometimes as a player, it's hard, you know, to go in there and, and you know not not get a little bit of a rhythm going. So um, we try to you know let guys play through mistakes, and and uh, I try not to have too quick of a hook. But as we turn the ball over, you know, that's the one thing with this team that I'm going to really keep a, a sharp eye on. I don't want guys turning over multiple times. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll live with one, but you get into two or three and it's like, okay, let's get somebody else in there. We'll take care of the ball. But our bench is going to be uh, key for this team as the season unfolds. And, you know, we have two kind of different lineups when Lawson's in the game. Uh, defensively, we're, we've got a different lineup. And then when Lawson's out of the game, we have a different lineup. And, and uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna adjust to that as, as as this season unfolds. You talked a lot about Javon's energy in the preseason. Yeah. Is that infectious throughout your team? I think it is. I mean, he, he brings it. You know, KJ's a really energetic player. I think uh, Jalen Gabadon brings energy. I mean, it's there's a lot. There's multiple guys. You don't want one guy to be your energizer bunny because if that guy doesn't have it on a particular night, then you're kind of flat. And that's why. You know, this team, hopefully we can have uh, three or four guys that we can count on, to count on to energize the rest of the group with their play. And when you see him make the play he made, you know, off that uh, out-of-bounds play that was kind of a broken play by them, and he tracked it down and got down and got a dunk and got the crowd into it. Our crowd's going to fall in love with Javon Hadley if they haven't already. I mean, it's only been one game, but I'm just telling you, he brings it every day. That's what makes him special. Javon Ruffin tonight. Yeah. Like he brought a pretty good spark. Yeah. I mean, for the fans that didn't get to see him last year, how exciting and just for you, just not getting to have him available last season, how fun is it to see him get out there now? It's great. I mean, and what's crazy about last year is I still didn't know what we had. And even early this year, he was fighting some injuries. And he, and he was, you know, so it wasn't until about three weeks ago when 
you know, he had strung, you know, a couple of weeks of practices uh, back to back to back that you saw, you know, you saw what, what he brings. And he's a, he's a really good player. What I love about Javon is he comes in and he doesn't play scared. You know, he plays confident. He's a good player. He's a good decision maker. You know, look, he's still a freshman. He's going to make mistakes. But uh, he's going to be a really good player here before it's all said and done. And he's a – I look at him as a true freshman because he did not get a practice last year. But he's not playing like that. He comes in and I've got – I'm gaining more and more confidence with Javon Ruffin each and every day that he's on the floor. We just got to keep him on the floor, keep him healthy. Ted, your all's top two, uh, top two scores to stud tonight are both newcomers playing their first game since mm-hmm. CU. Um, it's obviously only one game here, but their production tonight, is that pretty indicative of what you think they can do for this team? I think, I think with this team, the balance and the depth that we've just talked about, it might be different guys on different nights. And that's the one thing I've really tried to impress upon the guys is, you know, tonight might not have been your night. You may not have gotten the minutes or the, or the shots. But next, might, next game might be. You know, this is not going to be a team where we have to depend on one specific guy you know, to go get us X amount of points every night. We've got a lot of different guys in this team that can score the ball in different ways. So the fact that those guys were leading scorers tonight, you know, uh, our next game played, it might be two totally different uh, people. Uh, but I see a lot of balance, a lot of depth uh, on this team. Seems like, especially in the first half, the defense and defensive intensity was where what it needed to be, and you guys were getting a lot of deflections and even in turning the ball over a lot. Um, yep. What did you see from that, and how much did you like this, that? From I thought it was great. We held them to 35%. The biggest thing is they got nine offensive rebounds, so that part of our defense wasn't good. We talked about that at halftime. They had 15 for the game. Again, we want that number below six. Just like the made threes below six, we want the offensive rebounds by the other team. We still want to be a plus eight on the boards. We were plus one. Uh, we were really close to our, you know, forty percent field goal field goal number. We didn't hit that. But I thought in the first half it was good. In the second half it got sloppy. We missed a lot of ball screen coverages in the second half, and uh, you can't you can't let that happen. So, forty minute game. And this is a young team that's still learning, and and uh, but we better figure it out because we're we got five games away from our building that we're gonna. Hardest thing to do in college basketball is to win away from home. So we're going to have to figure that out quickly. Ted, just your thoughts on Lawson offensively. Only went one for seven on his uh, field goals and then only one offensively. Yeah, I think, you know, look, Lawson uh, is just trying to go a little bit too quick right now. A couple times we put him in really difficult, you know, situations. But I thought when he catches on the low block, again, we've seen it in practice. I think right now he's just getting a little sped up. He's going to be fine. Um, he's going to be a weapon down there for us, there's no doubt. What Lawson's value to this team is, is that a lot of people may not see it is on the defensive end. You know, our ball screen defense that he, that he shows and gets back to his guy, and uh, he's a pretty good box-out guy. So, you know, he'll, he'll have better nights than he had tonight, but I thought he's a little sped up and rushed, and he's just got to slow down. He's got to slow down and, and take his time, so, uh, and he will. Tampa. Seen this, uh, we saw it against Nebraska, uh, this team's ability to share the ball and yeah. move it quickly on offense. 15 assists, and I think what stands out is like it wasn't like one guy with eight or nine. Right. It, was, it was five guys with, with two or three apiece. Is that something you think can be a regular trait for this team? I sure hope so, Pat, because I think sharing the ball and, again, with our depth, with our balance, um, you know, first you know thought for the day every year since I've been here for the 13th year now is you know nobody 
or it's amazing what can be accomplished when nobody cares who gets the credit. And if our players can play like that and think like that, we got a chance to be pretty good this year. You mentioned uh, rebounding as, as something you want to yeah. look at improving on. What are some other areas you want to see improve? Well, I think consistently our ball screen coverage. Again, we played against a really good point guard tonight. Really good. I mean, a, an elite level point guard. There were some NBA scouts here watching watching him, okay? So he's a big time point guard. So when you're playing against a big time point guard, you have to be on point with your ball screen coverages time and time and time again. You can't have breakdowns like we had tonight. So it's putting the 40 minutes together, having the you know, second half defense look like the first half. If they're making tough shots, they're making tough shots, but we're not breaking down. And, uh, and then, yeah, and we gotta, we gotta limit them to, to one shot. They had 15 offensive rebounds. So those, those are the two areas I think, you know, off the top of my head, I'll, I'll have probably three or four more um, when I watch the film. I think, you know, our transition offense after misses, it's got to get better. Our spacing was bad tonight. I thought we had some opportunities to score in transition that we kind of tricked off because we weren't in the right spots and we didn't make the uh, really good decisions. But, you know, that'll come. That'll come. Seemed off, else, coach? Just okay. seemed, seemed often tonight that anytime there you guys got a defensive rebound, uh, you were screaming push, push, push on yes. the floor. How nice is it to have the depth of this team where you can not worry at all about someone getting tired because you got five guys, six, seven guys on the bench that you can turn to? It's key. And that's why, especially at home in this building, we've got to play with a pace on offense that wears teams down. And I think we did that tonight. So. Every time we get a stop, I want to be running. Now, we may not score every time, but at least we're there having to sprint back and the defense isn't set and we get that ball moved. And, and uh, we, it, if you do that you know, time and time and time again, other teams will wear down. And I think they did a little bit tonight. That's one of the reasons I think maybe they didn't make as many threes. Um, our defense was part of it, but the other part was a pace of play and, and the altitude. Because the altitude's real, especially teams coming from Cali. Yeah, Ted, part of my 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 nerds on seems still pretty new here, but your all's uh, your all's uh, next game is against Grambling. It's on mm -hmm. the road. You know, it's pretty rare to have a Power Five team going on the road playing a SWAC team. How did that matchup? How did that game come to be? So, as a Pac-12 uh, initiative that uh, came about after the George Floyd incident and tragedy. Um, you know, trying to do something about social justice and, and uh, playing a game. You know, we're playing home and homes uh, with uh, the SWAC teams and HBCUs. So it's an opportunity for our players to understand what HBCUs are and go visit them and see uh, for themselves and, and learn some of the historical significance, you know, of those uh, institutions and, and, uh, and for them to get to know us a little bit. And so, you know, competition. Uh, can bring out a lot of good things, and hopefully, hopefully this will. Um, you know, we're, it's not something we would, probably would have done on our own if the Pac-12 didn't, you know, make it happen with the SWAC. But uh, we're gonna go down there and make the most of it, and, and, and hopefully our players can, you know, be enlightened a little bit. Uh, I think history is something that maybe young people today need to take a little bit more interest in, and um, this is an opportunity for us to really uh, let them know the historical significance of an institution like Grambling. Okay, thank you. Everybody. Thank you.